listeners, is this the last day of 2020? Like, seriously? Should I be whispering that? Maybe I'm too loud. I don't want anybody to know. I think we should all just go into 2021 real quiet. Don't touch anything. In the meantime, come back here every Thursday to listen to this podcast that I decided to start at the end of the year. Why not? Today's episode is super quick, so don't put me on speed. I've been told that I have a very soothing voice. So soothing that I think I missed my actual calling of meditational sleep videos. You know, the kind that you listen to that help you meditate and then you fall asleep after like 20 minutes. Maybe I missed my calling. Who knows? I Next year, anything goes. But if you are here, I appreciate you for coming back. And like I said, this story is going to be super short. It's about boozy cleaning. So let's get started. Join me with a cleaner this time. Because after the cleaner who started stealing my clients, I decided to start working alongside cleaners when I first hired them. Until I got to the point where I could have a field manager who would work with them and train them and then eventually we would trust them (laughs) and we would set things in place that would protect us that I had to learn. But in this situation, I was with a cleaner. She hadn't been with me too long. Seemed super nice. And on that day, she was really happy. And I figured, you know, happy cleaning is the best cleaning. So we divided the house and I just wanted to get it done. So I went upstairs. She stayed downstairs and probably about 25 minutes into the cleaning, I heard a crash. I jumped. The last thing a business owner wants to hear is damage, liability. Someone could be hurt or injured. All those thoughts went through my mind in those quick seconds as I rushed downstairs, only to find the cleaner passed out on the kitchen floor and a broken bottle of Tito's vodka all over the kitchen floor. I took a minute, got myself together, tried to wake her up out of her alcohol-induced coma, and eventually I was able to get her up, and I asked her to call her boyfriend to come pick her up. As soon as he got there, I rushed to the liquor store to buy a new bottle of Tito's. Once the job was done that I ended up doing by myself, I let the client know that there was an accident. All I said is that the bottle broke because that's what it did. And I handed them a new bottle of Tito's vodka and they were quite pleased. That cleaner never came back though. Yeah. So people out there who own a cleaning business or you're doing it solo and you want to start hiring people, keep that in mind that sometimes people will come to work drunk or they may get drunk on the job. (laughs) Hopefully that never happens, but if it does, you know what to do. If this is your first time joining in, this is Let's Talk Dirty with me, your host, Dawn Boyd. 
This episode is sponsored by The Ancient Craft. If you're looking for something special for yourself or for someone else, why not get timeless wearable art? Visit theancientcraft.com where you can get one-of-a-kind pieces made especially for you. Okay, listeners, I have a quick confession to make. I did say this episode was going to be shorter. Just the story was short. That's all. That's what I meant to say, right? (laughs) So if you want to speed up this portion, by all means do so. Because like I said, I understand that I have a very um, long-winded voice. So I won't be offended as long as you listen. That's the most important thing. So I do know that you can speed up my voice and that's okay with me. But I have homework for you. Yes, you didn't think that, did you? (laughs) I really want to start off next year the right way with you. And in order to do that, sometimes we need to start from square one. Do you have a business plan? Because that's something that any business, whether you're big or small, needs. And the thing that I do with my business is I revise and revisit my business plan every year. I revisit my mission and my vision statements. Those are what make your company what they are. What do you stand for? What are your values? Really step back and recall why you built your business and how you want to reach the objectives to move forward. Think about the goals that you had, what got in the way, and assess if they are still applicable for the year to come. If so, add them to the list. Your mission and vision are your company's North Star. When the economic, legal, or social storms rage outside your door, they help you maintain your focus. Or, in the case of many business owners, this past year, the year we're ending today, they'll help you identify your opportunities and pivot when faced with the unexpected. Okay, get ready to write this down. Your first homework assignment. What is your company's North Star? What's your mission and your vision statement? Do you feel that you need to pivot your business plan or actions? Are things just not going the way you had planned? I mean, it's kind of okay because we had a really cruddy year. But let's start over fresh for 2021. Next, learn and start using new technologies. Sometimes it can feel like the digital world dramatically transforms in the blink of an eye. And it's best to evolve with new technologies to stay ahead of the competition. Gather your employees' thoughts on what you currently use. Or if you're a solo entrepreneur, complete an inventory of all your digital tools you use and how you use them. Consider the following. Are there costs associated with these tools? Do these costs outweigh the benefits that you're getting? Do the tools help with efficiency? Are there additional features that you can add with efficiency even more? And are there tasks that you manually do that you could automate? There are tools to help you with that. Once you gather your feedback, apply the proactive steps to research and provide better platforms and create advanced solutions for your future. 
There are plenty of tools available to empower your teams, work effectively, and accelerate your business growth digitally. Include them in your list of goals as you enter another era. So your homework here is to write down what your digital tools that you're currently using. Which ones do you want to try in the new year? In an upcoming episode, I will have a special guest on, the person who did our website. I get compliments all the time from clients who say they really like our website and how professional and easy it is to use. So when I have our guest on, he will go over some key points to look for when you're deciding to have a website either built or if you want to make one for yourself. The next goal for our new year that we're coming into is embrace weekly schedules. You can set goals, but unless you plan to check in on the progress, it'll be hard to move forward. So schedule regular check-ins with each initiative. It may seem like a tedious task to line your week up with a schedule for each day. But again, you're trying to grow. And in order to grow, you need to be consistent and you need to have some kind of structure. So for example, if you took Mondays, make Monday your meeting day. That's what I do. That's when I meet with my team. We now we Zoom (laughs) or we do a conference call. But, you know, that's our meeting day for the week. Now for Tuesday, you could use that as your inventory day, whether it's counting your inventory that you already have or ordering new inventory. And I'm going to tell you right now, during the pandemic, when everyone decided to hoard all of the paper towel and tissue, which is something obviously in the cleaning industry, we need to work, not just have it stored away in our living room. It was very hard for me to find any at a regular store, but you want to set up an account with uh, office supply places like Uline and Quill. I use Uline during the pandemic because uh, Quill.com was allowing anyone to come in and purchase paper products and cleaning supplies. But at Uline, they only allowed people who already had an existing account. I really thought that was a great thing that they did because like I said, we need needed those products for our livelihood. That's how we work. And there were people that were just kind of like hoarding paper products and cleaning supplies for no good reason, just out of fear. So it made it very difficult for us while we still were cleaning, not having those supplies. So I made a really large order, as large as I couldn't make it, that lasted us um you know, for a few months, not not super long, because we go through, it depends on the, the volume of your business. We did go through uh, quite a few of those products pretty quickly. And then the prices of the products went up. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> but, um, you know, so Mondays, make those your meeting days. Tuesdays, make that your inventory uh, where you're setting up or you're counting or you're ordering new inventory And then Wednesdays and Thursdays, you're just, you know, following the schedule, maybe have your schedule written for the next week. Uh, That's what we do on Thursdays. Payday is on Friday. So create a structure for yourself and for your employees. People tend to work better 
in an environment that is consistent. If there are too many changes, an employee is not going to stay. I had a long, um, or still have, an employee that I've had for quite a long time. And recently I was talking to her and I asked her what made her stay. And she said that one of the things that she admired about our first meeting was how professional I was when it came to her filling out the application, to getting references, to calling those references. You can say that you're going to call the references and check on them, but if you don't do it, you're going to bite yourself in the butt. I'm telling you that because a lot of times applicants will put false information on their applications. So if you aren't following up on that and checking and verifying their references, doing a background check, having them come in and sit down for a second interview, letting them know that you want to offer them the position and then going over handbook and the rules and uh, regulations, things that give them structure. I can't overemphasize how important that is for a new employee. In order for them to take you serious, you need to take your business serious. Another thing to do is to ramp up your online engagement. Like I said, with the person I'm going to have in uh, for the website, I really want to go over how to set your website up, how to make it user-friendly and easy for clients to see, how to work on your SEO which will allow your website to be seen online so you can generate more clients and you're getting that flow of uh, calls that are coming in just based off of your website. Not only is your website important, but social media is important too. So building the customer loyalty can lead to increased sales. If you build a sense of communities with your followers on social media channels, that's going to increase your sales overall. And engage discussions around relevant content. Like I belong to a lot of cleaning groups because not only did it help me in the beginning stages, but it's also something to kind of relate to people that are in that industry. So again, stay in those kinds of groups, build your online presence and become engaged with your clients and also your employees. So you want to do your homework there where you can ask the question, where will you start building discussions for your customers? in the upcoming year. Are you going to do it on a blog, your company website, or your social media? And the last thing is to ask your customers what they think regularly. I can't tell you how important it is to get feedback from customers, especially when you've had long-term customers and it seems that everything is going okay, but maybe it's not. Maybe their life has changed and maybe they just don't know how to tell you what's changed in their world. Keeping in touch with your clients builds loyalty, long-term loyalty. Be proactive in consulting with your customers that'll help you uh, discover what makes them stay. And that helps you with future customers. Like when I was saying I have a niche of plant-based cleaning, we have a certain type of clientele that we target. So those clients, I kind of know how their lifestyle is and their friends or people that they keep in their circle pretty much have the same type of lifestyle. So it's important to understand your clients. This year that we're going into, I really hope that we all get a fresh start and that if you're lagging behind and you want to freshen up your goals, that you start over with that and then you just start to build. And hopefully, you know, we'll go into this next year much more profitable. Well, that's it for this show. Please join me next Thursday. I'm going to have a great guest on and she's going to be talking about how to structure your business and how to set up your taxes, which will be due before you know it. 
<laughs> so uh, join in with me on next Thursday. And I wish everyone a happy new year. Don't celebrate too hard tonight. And definitely don't go breaking bottles at Tito's Vodka. <laughs> Thank you all again. This is Let's Talk Dirty with me, your host, Dawn Boyd. Don't forget to subscribe and follow. See ya. Bye.